the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of That's a Shame. Wow. I am Declan. And I'm Isaac. And who'd have thought, I mean we say this every episode, but who'd have thought we'd have made it here? What, to episode 15? That's the one. What a milestone. When we finished 14, I thought, that's surely it. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, what, two weeks worth of content? Surely that's enough for anyone. One a day for a fortnight and then fuck off home. They've even got a little 3.5 if they have an extra 40 minutes. If the train's delayed on the way back to wherever the hell you live. As certainly it will be. Always is. But here we are, episode 15. Yep. I mean... It's not really that exciting, is it? It's like a sort of shit 20. Nothing. <laughs> what I'm saying is 15 is just 20's weak cousin and who never gets invited to parties. And that's why Isaac had to spend a lot of time explaining himself to judges over the last oh, no. couple of years. I, I do not accept that charge <laughs> at all. Yes, that is what you said. Oh, how are you doing? How's life? Uh not I've been driving its, a lot. Not at its best. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's been an interesting week. Yeah, but uh, I mean, the main theme has been fucking hot. It's and too warm, isn't it? I hate it's like it. being in that in Do the Right Thing, that Spike Jones movie, where everyone no Spike Lee. <laughs> don't, don't get them confused. Where everyone just gets too hot, and then then they're racist. That's the plot. That's the one. Yeah, and I myself have been feeling stirring. <laughs> Imagine, Imagine if that was just a natural response to above thirty degree God, weather in this country. That'd be dreadful. I would be fucked because Bloody I get Scottish people. I, I get above thirty one degrees when it's about fifteen outside. So mm, it's no good, is it? No. Um, but yeah, I've been. I've spent six of the last seven hours on the M twenty five. Oh, your favourite, which is a, such a bleak place. It's yeah. um, it's it's especially bleak because although it it does take you to places, it itself being circular, mm-hmm. you are always acutely aware that you're on a road that goes fucking nowhere, just forever. <laughs> that literally, well. just gets you back to where you started. It's like the end of In Bruges. You're just kind of stuck there forever. That's the one. Yeah, Spoilers. just like the end of In Bruges doesn't necessarily no. say, but could imply. <laughs> well, that's fun. Um, I myself have not been driving anywhere today, but I have been walking. I have to walk 40 minutes every day now. <laughs> Maybe I sound like I've been in solitary confinement and yeah. now I'm just out for the gym. It's community I meant, service. I meant each way as well. Imagine that. Yeah, that's I mean, a long way. I'm going to have to be doing that, but instead of 40 minutes, imagine 80 oh. each way. <laughs> One-upmanship, is yeah, it? Yeah, that's me. That's the name of the game. Not having you getting away with all this sympathy. Well, look, everyone, it's just because be it's a the hell fa- of an episode. Just because it's the first real job you've ever had. Wow. <laughs> Are you telling me being a brilliant actor, musician, <laughs> journalist? Composer. I was a gardener once. That, that was a day and a half. <laughs> it's pretty powerful stuff, actually. What did you garden? Oh, nothing. Very little. It was mostly just moving twigs about... I think I had to go up a ladder once or twice. What do you mean you think? Well, I don't remember. It was many years ago. Oh, back in the gardening days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been a difficult life. I'll, I'll say that for nothing. 
It leads us quite nicely, though, onto the theme of today's episode, if I may be so bold <laughs> as to suggest well, that there seems, will be one. It seems like you're going to be nonetheless, <laughs> right? Because I've been meaning to talk um, for a while about, you know, the kind of uh, stupid... Job is a strong word, but... Uh, a very strong word. Let's say financial engagements. Made it sound like we're prostitutes, though, there. Yeah. So, uh, uh, maybe... Occupations. Yeah, paid past time yes that we have engaged in particularly at university but i mean i'm still basically doing the same yeah. things uh we both i think it was our second year of uni when this kicked off was that right uh, yeah it was second i think it was summer of second year yeah. going into no third. better time for it i've no. always said <laughs> yeah. because you think summer you think oh the beach, beach you know, yeah. cocktails outside options barbecues so what was that that by no, 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 cocktails, the beach. Yeah. Being inside. Binary options again, then. There's no better time for writing about uh, what can be summarised as institutionalised theft. <laughs> <laughs> because I was contacted by a man possibly called Florian, possibly called Stefan. Okay, Stephen. well, before, before, like, let's not make this sound like it was Mission Impossible. Like you were, I like you were walking, you were walking past a phone box. <laughs> it, it rang. You, you picked what else it up. was I going to do? I've seen that film where Colin Farrell's stuck in one for half a day. Yeah, but that wasn't good. <laughs> well, I think he, they made a film out of it and it was a lovely documentary. So <laughs> you're just hoping. Yeah. Someone's going to rock up with a camera. And Louis Theroux's phone box. <laughs> phone box adventures okay i'll contextualize that statement more i was looking vaguely not with any real desire to engage with but with a real financial need to <laughs> discover some kind of freelance work and where easier than in writing the internet yeah the internet as well but but writing oh i see yes because, in the field um, of writing yeah. yeah it's just uh a lot of nonsense, really, it turns yeah, out. Because you can just say anything. And people seem to think that it's more of a skill than it is. Yes, because it is, we must remember, not one. No. <laughs> it's just it's just a big word count challenge. It's just speaking, but with your hands. Yeah, oh, that's a lovely description. You should write that down. Yeah. I'd pay you $10. Probably, that's basically the way this works. It's probably a more accurate description of sign language, but... <laughs> <laughs> Look, it can be both, okay? We're not going to discriminate here. I'm paying, someone came to my door the other day and, uh, you know, when actually weren't you here, I had to go downstairs really early. I was wearing like my willow t-shirt and pajama shorts. I was there, but also unconscious. Yes. Sleeping. I was there. I wasn't drugged. Well, that's what, you know, I wasn't either way drugged to my knowledge. (laughs) I was there for like 40 minutes at the door and I had to sign up for, a deaf charity. I, I say had to because I was just like, it was social politeness. It's not that I didn't want to. It's just that I have very little money to do so. So now I'm paying some of that to a deaf charity. I feel like we should mention uh, that the the time that I came down before that, when uh, you were getting your hair cut uh-huh. and I, I was uh, walking down the high street and there was a, a little marquee set up, a little charity marquee. And uh, I looked over, and it was it was the RSPB, the oh, Royal yeah. Society for the Protection of Birds. That's the one. That's them. Yeah, they love a bird. And uh, and the guy like walked towards me with a clipboard, and I just I was not in the mood. I didn't want to talk to him. I wasn't going to sign up. 
and, uh, you and hate so bugs. I just I just waved him away, literally just waved him oh, away. And I and I'm horrid. never I'm never that cruel, but I was in such a foul mood anyway. Uh-huh. And I was like, mate, honestly, look, uh, thanks very much, but I just I I don't care about the cause. I'm not going to give. And he sort of looked at me quite startled and went, oh, well, uh, okay, I suppose. And, uh, and walked back to the marquee. And as I walked past it and got closer, I realized that it was the Royal National Institute for the Blind. Oh, man. <laughs> and he just, that's not birds at all. He was, he was like, he'd clearly like told everyone and they just stared at me as I walked past. <laughs> Look at this guy actively hates the blind. <laughs> Literally. He, he thinks if he goes around he, saying it, they won't be able to see he, his hatred. He chose to tell us, <laughs> shameless in his hatred. Of these poor sightless, not students. just apathy, outright <laughs> antipathy for the blind. Well, there you go. That's why you can't go on the high street anymore without all kinds of canes being yeah. thrown at you. Anyway, I don't know why I brought up this deaf charity. <laughs> just that they're taking a lot of more money than I can afford to give them. Yeah, and so in order to earn more money. Yeah. Oh yes. There we go. Right. We're back. We're back. So freelance writing work. It's a wide wild world of Mm. options if when i say options your first thought was lying about mostly areas of very niche expertise (laughs) about which you have no knowledge or prior information and none could be more niche than writing and kind of justifying the existence of binary options now it, it, the th- one, a one lot of the people best, don't know about them. Well, I mean, obviously not, including us. It, essentially, it's a form of stock trading slash definitely gambling. Yeah, with slash, a heavy emphasis on the latter. With a, and a heavy emphasis on probably fraud by all the companies <laughs> hosting Well, they it. were all so dodgy. Like mm. We used to have to write about... Basically, our job was to write... I don't know where these articles were going. And I mean, they were going, I hope never to find. They that. were going all over the gas. Some of them were on Tumblr. Some of them were on their own what? websites. Yeah. Well, what well, sort of boring I'm, Tumblr? I'm going to mention it later. Uh, okay. But yeah, um, essentially, we had to write about this stuff. Essentially, binary options, as as much as I remember it, is uh, is it? It's like it's it's like <laughs> a, a great bet. Scam. On, it's like a bet on the stock market. Um, yeah. So you can set it. it it's all like time based, but essentially, you either say this stock will or won't be above or below a certain amount after a day, an hour, a week. Or as little as a minute or like yeah. seconds. I think, I think a minute, I think they were like, I think um, uh, I thought it was like 30 seconds was maybe the... Because it's so like variable, there's just no amount of knowledge of the minutiae of the stock market that could tell you what something's going to do I mean, in that short no. amount of time. I mean, in like... In the weekly ones, like obviously you could have a guess. Yeah, you could have a more but, or less informed but guess. But in these like minute ones, literally Nonsense. anything could happen. Yeah. <laughs> it is just throwing, it's just tossing a coin. It was, it was absolute drivel. And our job was to sell these as a, a really great and kind of robust investment package. Yeah, a lucrative way to sort of use your economic expertise. And that it was really like up and coming and trendy. It's like, yeah, everyone's doing it these days. You know, when you get online and you're just, you're thinking, how can I scam myself out of my life savings? <laughs> it was today? like, it was like dabbing, but you know, yeah. but for the economy. Deeply tragic, the whole thing. And so we used to have to write these articles that were basically all saying the same thing. The, that thing being, yeah. go for it, do some binary options training, <laughs> but, it but was, disguise the, it 
in different <laughs> angles and and like avenues of persuasion, the- like some horrible seedy drug dealer so, in an alley being like no but just give it a taste go on so isaac isaac got into it first through this enigmatic florian ionescu person who would only was. like drop you messages really sporadically and he and to like he was he was from nine different countries as well yeah skype kept changing where he was from and um, have reason to believe he's an organization so isaac was like get on this get on this hype <laughs> come on everyone's doing it <laughs> we uh you know, we we need more seed money for the bar, so so yeah, come on. give it a go. So, uh, did you think it was a pyramid scheme when I first approached uh, you? I I had enough trust, whether wrongly Good. or or, or oh, rightly, rightly placed, within you. So uh, That's that I thought sense. it's probably not a pyramid scheme, mm-hmm. or some sort of timeshare. Pretty boring one, if it. Yeah, were. I I got in touch with this guy as well, mm. and um, and <laughs> my my the the very first thing that he said was. Uh, was amusing in itself, which was, uh, he was like, yeah, um, get Isaac to show you some of his articles. Cause he really knows what he's talking about <laughs> <laughs> with the binary options. Wow. I, Isaac, who'd not one minute beforehand said it's, it's an absolute racket. You just lie. <laughs> just make That's it up. One. No one knows because, it's... because Florian, like it's worth pointing out, had no links to binary options himself. No, oh, no. Like he was being contracted by various people who did have vested interests to find people like us. Yeah. <laughs> Poor idiots. <laughs> English graduates <laughs> with, who wanted some sort of justification for the money they were for pissing away. Of degree. Yeah. So, uh, so he didn't know. We, we'd send him these these articles through, and he'd be like, "Wow, this is fantastic stuff." Yeah. <laughs> and have less of a clue of what he was on about than we did. His I'm only job was to there. sort of like he was like the middleman ferrying these uh, articles back and forth. So we'd get like a briefing to do say five articles in a week. Yeah. And it would be, it was normally what, like seven pounds for 500 words or something like that. It was pretty shit. Yeah. It wasn't great, but also 500 words is nothing. Yeah. So yeah, especially when you're making it up. Uh, so you'd get given, oh, yeah. you get given the title of the essay of the essay of the article wow. <laughs> and uh and a couple of links to some other sites that already existed saying mm. this essentially and that was it but as we went on the titles became sort of more and more suspicious yeah it was like they were easing us in with just stuff like so what is a binary options trade and like really broad overviews of the field kind of i felt at that point like we were just people's gateway of knowledge yeah like you might you might browse upon someone like I, you see it quite a lot actually on social media people posting like screenshots of like just made another 35 pounds in one second yeah get on the binary option type and then someone would be like oh what is that and then they'd have us holding their hand through the made up yeah. mendacious <laughs> falsehoods and and then you know a couple of weeks down the line you get one and it's like it's binary options. It's it's not gambling. Yeah, like no, we we promise. I mean, it's not. <laughs> Some people say it is, but I mean, they're just idiots. Yeah, and, they, they they don't understand the finesse, and they're probably really stupid and ugly as well. Yeah. So if you could just write that up for us, boys. It's like, oh, okay, Florian. Okay. Yeah, I guess I can do one or two of those. And, just... and, then, it, and then it's like uh, binary options. Not not a scam. 
<laughs> yeah, don't go uh, thinking. Well, it's, don't go thinking it's a, a fraud. And at that point, because I've done a bit of research at this point, like I've read through <laughs> enough articles. Because yeah. even if you're searching just for like positive stuff, you see like the dangers of binary options. Just like, yeah. well, maybe I'll, I'll temper this a bit, but I can sell it as like, if you know what you're doing, then it's a, uh, you know, you're. It's like gambling. You're playing with your own yeah. money. If you know what you're doing, it'll be fine. But then it took then, an even darker turn. It became yeah. things like binary options, why it's the new God, yeah. <laughs> why it's going to change your life. And then it, it all, this all culminated in, um, I got asked to write... Declan wrote one of the great crimes <laughs> of the 21st I, century. I'm absolutely gutted that I don't think I'll ever be able to find it again. No, I was just looking for some, and I um, can't find any. And, uh, and I think it's on my old, absolutely destroyed laptop, but mm-hmm. we might be able to extract it in, in some way. Yeah. But essentially... I got asked to write an article that was titled uh, <laughs> <laughs> how, how to fund your personal medical treatments through oh, binary dear. options. Like literally telling people who have nothing, who are at yeah, the, at the mercy dying. Who are at the mercy of not only of disease, but of a cruel capitalist healthcare system that requires them to pay to live. And Here it was you go, guys. Why not? Rather than giving that straight to the hospital, why not? <laughs> you heard of why, guessing? Why not have a flutter? <laughs> why not have a little flutter on the old binary options? Why not toss a so coin on whether McDonald's will be worth more or less in the next 10 seconds? By 0.1 pennies. <laughs> oh, what's that? You lost. Looks like it's death for you, son. No more. See you in the next life. No more chemo. It's a horrible. I think we should formally apologise for our involvement in, in ever publicising binary options. Yeah, we're going to have to sort of like set up so many charities for the blind and deaf and whatnot, just to an exclusively just, like rehab centre for binary options addicts. Yeah, especially anyone, any of them who had cancer or, yeah. or any other kind of ailment that they uh, attempted to cure with. With, with nonsense. With an crime. So I guess what I'm saying is, I'm doing all that again at yeah. the moment. <laughs> Only this time for much more money. Yeah. And also, it's not it's not as bad, but it's still fundamentally a morally grey area, to put it nicely. Because at the moment, I'm doing like product reviews about headphones, oh, yeah. right? And so I've got a pair of head. I'm using a pair of headphones now, right? That doesn't make me an expert. And the thing about headphones is there are... 8 billion of them on any one website. (laughs) And I'm supposed to write a review of all of them that includes, because obviously like if you're writing a review, you can be quite vague and I'm kind of synthesizing other people's work in the same area being like, yeah, like you can tell if something's gone down well or like it's just broken. So I'm not lying there, but then at the end I have to just come up with a single rating out of a hundred and there's no, I just don't know. So all it's coming down to is like, how fucked off was I during the writing <laughs> of this article about like, if the company's website doesn't display enough, doesn't tell me if it has like a carrying case or if it comes in rose gold or something. It's like, that's a fucking 38 out of a hundred. <laughs> Take that, you absolute idiots. It's just, but what it reveals to you to kind of extrapolate a broader thesis from this fairly mundane article writing is that you cannot and should not and and indeed must never trust anything that you read that hasn't been like peer reviewed. Good God, no. Because what was revealed to me was like 
once you've written in this style where you have a either you have a set word count or you have I'm being paid this much per hundred words let's see how far I can stretch that or both once you've written in that style for long enough you just see it everywhere so a sentence that could be like these headphones are great you turn into like a tremendous entry from Bose the black casing of and you can just like you can get 180 words out yep. of that sentiment easily but once you know what to look for with those patterns which are not oblique or obscure by any means but perhaps not like what you're necessarily looking for when you're just googling what should i buy should i do a binary options scam for myself should i invest <laughs> all of my chemo funds in this then it as a just kind of not even naive but just not not outwardly expecting to be taken for a ride consumer of information you could just be being lied to at every well, front yeah at, at, at literally anywhere it's a real um, shame it's quite an interesting sort of industry though because it's it's seo isn't it search yeah. engine optimization is the idea so it's all just playing like google to try and get i think because i can't really decipher entirely what the business model is for these people because firstly why is it only eastern european people who are contracting <laughs> english people I, to write i simply don't know why aren't the people who are contracting the eastern european people who contract us to write just getting in touch with us directly yeah they, i don't know what this middleman is no uh but it, it's all just very odd what, what's quite interesting though is is the way that sort of things you have to avoid because you can't just list keywords can you because it's not no, just about google's a bit clever yeah it? because otherwise you could just fill loads of back pages with the word binary options and come and like, first and amazing yeah definitely not a scam uh, that, would, that used to work <laughs> and uh but now it doesn't like it's got to be sort of full sentences with you you, you can't even like do lists really if you just like listing no. stuff it, it picks up on it and uh i had to try and explain this because the the hotel like have started a blog Oh wow! <laughs> and uh, what on earth have they got to blog about? Well, nothing that you haven't already well, told well, exactly. on the podcast. Nothing. They okay. should just link to our episodes. So, yeah, shall I tell them? <laughs> Get three point five on there about the man who punches. Nobody himself. knows that at the hotel that I do this. That oh. I tell them everything. <laughs> I've decided to keep that just to myself. That's probably fair. But um, but yeah. So essentially, Graham was told when he like first started that. They're just starting this blog, and it's his responsibility. And he was like, "Is he the manager?" Yeah, he's like, yeah. "Well, it's literally nothing to do with me." <laughs> and so they, they apparently hired some people to do. Like, imagine hiring more than one person to do, to do one to do blog, this one blog, for and, one hotel. And it's, I mean, it is the worst thing I've ever read. The title is. <laughs> conferences are good value <laughs> that's so, so lovely so, imagine someone coming up to you with that information it's only there's something about the blog form where we yeah. really allow a lot of nonsense <laughs> through because if someone in like a consultant because this is supposed to be from a position of expertise and if all yeah. they had to offer was you know conferences they're they're pretty good value. Yeah. Then you'd be like, well, you're fired. <laughs> Fuck off. I, I, you mean you want me going, you're right. I don't really you're need right. one. Let me read I'll, another 800 I'll, words. So, but, but he, here's a sentence from it. Imagine oh. writing this. <clears throat> you can, <laughs> you can enhance your conference in many ways, including the use of social media, sound, lighting, technology, facilitators, 
Ooh. Voting. Meaningless. Event, Voting. Event apps, etc. <laughs> wow. Here All at the, the Chichester Hotel, we offer free Wi-Fi, all caps, so you and your <laughs> guests can connect with the outside world. Don't explain what Wi-Fi is for. <laughs> no one who's going for a conference didn't know that. Really we, also, <laughs> we also work alongside a wide variety of reputable suppliers. Of what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> say. Good. And then there's 10 reasons to host a conference. Not with us. Just, just ten reasons general. to host a conference. Like I like not- this style of article where they're like, <clears throat> say it's on a site that uh, I don't know does like video editing. It will just be twenty five reasons why it's really good to have some video editing. I mean, <laughs> not ours necessarily, but, but you know, as you're here, <laughs> yeah. But 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 this is the thing is that there's all there's so little mention of of the hotel. Yeah, like it's just ten reasons to host a conference. One to share learning and best practice. Two, to engage with like-minded people and shared and vested interests. Oh, these Three, are all the same thing. To inspire and generate new ideas. Four, Ooh, to form new partnerships. Again. Five, to be... <laughs> five's my favourite. Five, to be seen as an expert in your field. <laughs> Even if <laughs> That's you're That's quite nice. It's duplicitous. But, uh, but yeah, like, not why you should do it here. So anyway, I, I'm told Graham that I used to do this... Uh-huh. Uh, this bullshit. Professionally. <laughs> yeah. Although you were never paid for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's worth mentioning that, that before we moved on from <laughs> Florian, the fucking bastard just simply didn't pay me. Paid Isaac. He paid me all the paid time, actually. Probably, very... I, I've got a theory that he paid Isaac my wages as well. And you, <laughs> were, me- a lot you, were, meant, you were meant to pass it on. <laughs> you just fucking kept it. That would be brilliant. That would be hilarious. <laughs> the whole arrangement was very, it had a kind of mafiosa vibe though, because it was like, I'll contact you, you don't need to contact me kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. Where like, he was connected to my Dropbox so every few days. I'd open my computer and it'd be like, Florian has added a file. Like it was some secret dead drop. If you, if you walk and past, then, if you walk past this pin board in Vamba reception and there's a little see, red rose pinned to the corner. You'll see which illness you should be paying your binary <laughs> options to instead. And then like when I signed you up, he was like, the reason I did, he was like, Isaac, tell me something. Do you mix with other writers i was like F- <laughs> florian i don't like, know what you're saying like, well like like oscar wilde and bernard shaw <laughs> well salinger and i go way back um don't know that he's done a great deal on the binary options landscape but we can see what, what we'll make for but there's that. always room for expansion yeah and then it was like when i'd signed you up for some reason, he wouldn't really talk to you very much. And I had to like relay information. Like, you know, when you have the, there's like the Don, I mean, I'm making all this up from films. <laughs> <laughs> you've got like, you've got like Don Corleone. At the oh, you, top. You've seen Shark Tale. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then you've got, I can't remember. Is it like the conciliaries? There's, there's this kind of word that's like the heads of each section or like the right hand man that's in charge of another bit. I'm, I'm, and, I'm just interested in. In your version. <laughs> no. Well, and then what happens next is there's a great big hug <laughs> and then some money comes out and they all go home happy. No, but the, it was like I had, I was kind of responsible and it was like my reputation with the firm, yeah. Florian's binary options scam Look, firm. you brought this guy in. Yeah. You've got to make sure that he's doing the business right. He's got to do right by us. <laughs> you do right by him. He'll do right by you. You all do right by me. He Florian doesn't. Was he doesn't see me, okay? He doesn't see me. <laughs> yeah, you were never allowed to meet him. Because I don't think... <laughs> didn't you only ever email him a few times? Like, I don't think you had him on Skype. I did, did have you? him on Skype. 
Oh, did that's you? Where but... I, that's where I continuously for about a year said, where's my <laughs> fucking money, you absolute fraud? <laughs> but did you have his secondary Skype? <laughs> no. Well, that's why then, isn't it? Because he had... The reason I don't know his name is because he had two and would alternately contact me on a different one each time. Oh, well, He's a man of mystery. Florian, if you're listening, TAS yeah. at shame.city, come on the show. But yeah, I, um, I told Graham about this. Uh-huh. Uh, and... And was, he thought, this guy's yeah. been scammed before, so let's get him to write our yeah. blog for no money. Yeah, so I said to him that I'd uh, <clears throat> I'd do it. I told him for free, but I just oh. put an extra hour down on my time card. Good. Um, and it was uh, reasons to host your wedding at the Chichester Hotel. And I, I, right. I said to him <laughs> quite sarcastically, and it is at the Chichester Hotel, not just five reasons to get married. <laughs> <laughs> Pregnant. <laughs> tax avoidance running out of options yes um and uh and so i i I did it and it was amazing it was i know it's cliche but it was like riding a bike i just fell straight back into the bullshit straight back into uh managing to eke out as many words as you possibly can from nothing Mm -hmm. listen to the introduction to this blog post five reasons to host your wedding at the chichester hotel When it comes to hosting your wedding, it can sometimes feel as though there are too many venues from which to choose. (laughs) That's such a fucking lazy way of being like... So, I mean, you found this one already, so you might as well stick with it. In Essex alone, there are thousands of churches, event halls and function rooms ready and willing to accommodate your special day. Each institution has its strengths, but often you'll find that no single venue is able to meet all of your requirements, which only makes this decision harder. Mm-hmm. I can attest to that. This is where the Chichester is different. Wow. By combining gorgeous function rooms, talented Lie. wedding planners, and phenomenal catering staff. And that Beyonce impression is... Yeah. <laughs> the racist... <laughs> the irreplaceable trib, whatever she's called. We will ensure that every single aspect of your celebration is perfect, tailored specifically to your needs. Forget... Yeah ubiquitous decorations and fe- oh, I've forgotten them and featureless dungeons gone here are the five main reasons dungeons yeah yeah <laughs> who's getting married in a dungeon <laughs> i think i originally put like community centers but i figured uh-huh. dungeons was more emotive when it's evocative yeah. and false here are the five main reasons why the chichester hotel is the best place to host your wedding event wow i don't want to hear any no. of them they're all <laughs> i hate this they're line. all dreadful uh, the, it's weird the, the, as well. Do you know, can I just say that the last one, <laughs> mm-hmm. the last one is my favourite because the last one is literally that. Also, we're a hotel, <laughs> so oh, nice. so you By could the way, sleep here if you wanted to. <laughs> that's a very desperate final plea, isn't it? <laughs> it that's really like is. they've turned away and like left the shop, and you're like, please, oh, yeah, well, you I, can well, sleep here. It, it, it literally <laughs> is like I, 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 the the last sentence was literally. With all these rooms available on site, you can <laughs> feel you can feel guilt free as you party into the small hours, knowing that the warm oh. embrace of your bed is just around the corner. And then I didn't do this, but they've done this. Ended with a fucking ellipsis. Oh, that's a shame, yeah. I don't know if we've touched on how much I hate that, you, but I do. You you've mentioned it at least twice. Oh, that's good. Well, here's a third for you. It's the worst. <laughs> um, it's a shame doing this writing thing because at the same time as we're, it turns out both of us writing this kind of extemporaneous bullshit, uh, we're also trying to write 
serious stuff mm. like a script. Or, although, and before you make that point, I, I should say I, I'm no longer doing the blog. Well, uh, because you've been fired. because <laughs> because uh, I sent this away and uh, and their <laughs> their special guys had a little look at it and their feedback was uh, not enough keywords, not enough list. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> They're working from the nineties. That's the Clever. one. But it's the exact opposite skill that that we're using in this kind of like hammering, like hammering out as many words as possible, repeating the same point in as many different ways. It's the exact opposite of like good writing. Yeah. So I feel like the more I do it, it's like eating away at my ability to ever produce anything good. Yeah. Well, well because you are just tempted then to to say the same thing in about 900 different ways, aren't you? Because yeah. that's just how it goes. And um, like, instead of a script, just replace it with like 10 reasons. That <laughs> might as well just keep the TV on this channel for the next 28 minutes. Number 10, this channel's got, uh, uh, well, we don't have beds, but we have an advert for a hotel after neighbors. So yeah, check that out. And it will make you feel comfy, you know, just, yeah, that's science, yeah. right? Dot, dot, dot. Not enough keywords. Uh, look, I've got no possible way of segueing into this, so I'm just going to come out here with a simple... <laughs> That's my It's favorite. a question I've been asking myself for a while. Oh, no. And now I'd like to put it to you in the form of a 12-question quiz. Oh, God. We'll once and for all answer the question that... I mean, it hasn't been emailed to us yet, TAS at shame.city, <laughs> or tweeted at us yet, at That's a Shamecast, but... I have a feeling if I know our listenership, this is on everyone's mind. Right. The question, of course, is what Columbine victim are you? <laughs> and it turns out that it takes only 12 questions to answer this very precisely. Is it? Is it that only 12 people died? And each question is, are you, <laughs> are you this, this Are you Bob Hoskins? He died in Columbine, <laughs> right? Die. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a breaking news story. <laughs> <laughs> so this is on a quiz website called gotoquiz.com. Horrible name. Uh, Sponsorship, if they some, fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this website has no money, so let's not worry about it. <laughs> it was created by Tenacia. Uh, Thank you, we'll Tenacia. Everyone, this is a bold opening premise, because it's got like a bit of preamble to get you oh, the quiz. Oh, good, mode. I like that. Here it is. Everyone always wonders. Always, right? Yeah. Everyone Everyone, I'm big, always. N- nobody is never not wondering <laughs> where they fall in the world of Columbine. <laughs> On the Columbine spectrum. So, so many followers. <laughs> this is a lovely sentence. So many followers, so many different personalities. <laughs> some people think they're too good to be like some of the victims because of their upbringing, looks or attitude. What could that possibly mean? So let's see where you fall in this quiz. Right, here there we are go. No wrong answers. Just answer to your true attitude and personality. What? See what you get I, I, and share it with friends. I'll tell you what I do like about this uh, about this quiz is uh-huh. that unlike most of the these sorts of quizzes that people take, there's absolutely no way that you could purposefully tailor your answers to get a specific <laughs> option because i've got a fucking clue who any of them were what they were like and what i'd have to answer to be like like if you if you're doing a which disney villain are you you know when yeah, it says it can be like do, I get do you feel do you feel like you've got fiery hair yes or no <laughs> uh oh, I fancy- feel like you might have a big scar on your lion face <laughs> that's right you're ursula <laughs> Okay. Your tentacly ways have been 
<laughs> I've been haunting the oceans for centuries. We should put a link just because it's come up and it's hilarious to the Albanian oh, version of Poor Unfortunate. My God, <laughs> it's the scariest. No, thing. no, we'll mention nothing more about it. We'll just yeah, post the it's link. It's just sheer terror. Have a look on the site, shame.city for that. So it's got an interesting mix. There's 12 questions, like I say, and there's an interesting mix of very factual YouGov style questions. Right. And ones that are just so subjective and odd that I struggle to see how any algorithm could possibly relate them to one of the Columbine victims. But here we go. Number one, what is your age? There are lots of categories. I'm going to answer it for you. 18 to 24 years old. That is me. Worthy of note, however, that as they were all high school children, I think. None of oh, them. No, maybe were- there were some teachers as well that could solve it. Right. I was going to say there can't be any that are like over 60. Yeah. What is your gender? They've only got two options here. Not very Ooh. progressive, but I'm going to well, take male C- Can you. I can I just say on that note that uh, during my nine hours, <laughs> during my nine, <laughs> that did sound like I was about to start a manifesto. <laughs> yes. And on that point, no. Um, <laughs> uh, during my drive on the M25, I spent about twenty minutes stuck behind a lorry, uh, the company of which had the unfortunate name of, in all caps. Stop trans. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> That's something we're very much not behind. No, it's a shame. We're, we're very inclusive. Number three, it's lunchtime. Where would you be found? Now there are six options okay. here, so Hit me. try and remember them as we go. Out having lunch with friends, finishing homework in the library, roaming halls, playing football in the field, Bible study, or my favourite, out at the smoke pit. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> what sort of high school has a smoke pit? What? What's going what is on a there? Smoke pit? Isn't a smoke pit where you like cure meat? Do you think they mean like yeah. a smoking area? I think they must mean that. Okay, so which one do you think? At a high school. Um, lunch, homework, uh, roaming, football, Bible. You know, I'm pit. I'm rather boringly going to go in in the old library doing the homework. Boring indeed. Mm. Hope you get picked off quick. <laughs> Number four. Spoiler, you're dead. Someone picks on you in the hall. What is your reaction? (laughs) Is this trying to push you towards, well, I'd do a Columbine. Yeah, that's it. There's uh, six options here. I scream and yell at them. Who do they think they are? Question mark, exclamation mark. I tell them it's not nice of them and try to get away. I try to ignore them. I'm used to it. This doesn't happen to me. And they've underlined the word, doesn't. (laughs) Number five, I am the bully. Am is in caps. And the last one is, I pray for them. Uh, I'm going to go for, this doesn't happen to me. Okay. How'd you get to school? A car I bought with my work money. A car my dad gave me. And then a bit of extra information here. He likes fixing cars. <laughs> I ride the bus. I get a ride from my parents. I walk. Or the last one, where they really give up on this question, doesn't really matter. <laughs> That's not interesting. <laughs> I think it's the first one where they've they struggled to think of what would the Bible option be. <laughs> Walk, uh, walked God. across water, <laughs> uh, angels. I'm going to go with they got a lift from my parents. Wow. Okay. Number six, halfway point. How do you feel about guns? Start strong with option one. Two exclamation marks here for these two short sentences. I love them. Kill everyone. <laughs> Number two, I don't hate them, but I don't like them either. Okay, middle ground. Three, I don't really care. (laughs) I like this person. Number four, I'm totally against them. Number five, strong Bible option here. 
God will save those who use guns. But, number six, but not those that they use them on. <laughs> <laughs> number six, which has proposed, it's really offered a kind of confusing logical trap for me. I've never been asked this. That's like those questions that's like, I like one of us always tells the truth and one of us oh, always yeah. lies. <laughs> what, what do you mean you've never been asked this as an answer to a question? And therefore, and therefore I couldn't possibly ask answer it. Yeah. And therefore I don't answer any questions. Ever again. Wow. Which one do you feel? Just Are sit you in going silence. with the Bible option? Uh, no, I won't be going with that. Okay. Um, I'm going to be going with... I God will save those. I don't care. I don't really care, okay. Number seven... If someone was asked about you, how would you be described in one word? I'm going to barrel through them. Smart, shy, angry, lonely, freak, athletic. Wow. None, Bible. N- 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 <laughs> <laughs> I made that one up. N- none, none of those. Say them again. Smart, shy, angry, lonely, freak, athletic. Uh, well, I worry people might say angry, but I'm going to go with smart. <laughs> wow. Okay. Number eight. Do you get along with your parents? Not always. Indeed, I do. <laughs> this person's a little duke. <laughs> do you remember that little Monty Burns duke who was killed? Oh, was yeah. killed in Columbine? Of course, we are a loving family. Uh, this one is the Bible option, clearly, but it makes no sense. Do you get along with your parents? We go to church. We love the Lord. Okay, we'll leave <laughs> if that. If not there. one another. My parents are my friends, and of course. Uh, of course, I'll go with... Now, is that of course or of course, comma, we are a loving family? Uh, well, do I have the option? <laughs> yeah, there are two different ones. Oh, I'll just go with of course then. Okay, not a loving family then. No, look, I don't want to push it too far. They're all right. <laughs> Which quote would you most likely say? I've just read ahead of this one. Which quote would you most likely say? There's no such thing as true good or true evil. It's all relative to the observer. That's option one. Option right. two. Well, right, let's... Let's just stop there okay. for a second. And let's just acknowledge that even if we weren't going to admit it before, that this quiz has definitely gone into the <clears throat> occult crimes-esque state <laughs> of they've made this up. <laughs> like they weren't, they weren't, No one's there going, oh my God, Martin Fisher... He was always saying there's no <laughs> such thing as true good and true evil. He Martin, true good or true evil, uh, Fisher, lo- we called him. Loved the Bible, always went to church. Not played <laughs> foot- He was always in the smoke pit as well. Bit of a, <laughs> bit of a freak, that smoke pit Bible guy. Yeah. Shame he's dead now. Um, so, but I wonder on, if right. these are like their high school yearbook quotes or something. Definitely not. So we've got, there's no such thing as true good or true evil. It's all relative to the observer. If actually. any of them put that as their yearbook quotation they deserved to get shot <laughs> oh no option two compassion is the greatest form of love humans have to offer option three guns should be outlawed Exclamation mark. <laughs> i mean i'd probably say that one as a columbine one, one of these is not like the other number four we are columbine that one. Let's leave that one. It doesn't matter what the others are. <laughs> okay, I'll take it in advance. Number five, I feel better now. Things are okay. <laughs> That's the Bible one. Number six, people are so unaware. Well, ignorance is bliss, I guess. <laughs> Why is that one written like it's a bit of dialogue from a really ham-fisted attempt at creating a kind of vaguely apathetic character? 
we are, we are qualified. Final three questions. This is where it really shapes oh up. Oh my I think. god, here we go. I'm going to ask question 12 first because it's the most boring. Okay. Do you have siblings? And the only three options are yes, older brother, no, only child, or yes, younger brother. So what? the answer is none of what? them for you. <laughs> no, I have a younger brother. Yeah, but it, it sounds exclusive, though. It sounds um, like it excludes your sister. I don't think it does. Let's just put okay. that one anyway. Number 10. You're invited to a party. What drink do you bring? I don't get invited to parties. Jack Daniels. I don't go to parties? Question mark. I don't need to bring booze. My friends get it, Al. Vodka. I go to church parties, if that's what you mean. I bring soda. Uh, hmm. Well, all of these people are wrong. <laughs> Turns out I'm none of the Columbine victims. <laughs> um, I, but for the sake of the quiz, we'll say yeah. Jack Daniels. Okay. Last one. Number 11. Do you have a prom date? Yep. My parents guilted me into going. Nope. I tried to get one, but no one bit the line. Ugh. Oh, that's What's horrible. That, that sounds like some sort of fish. Oral sex I, think it's a, I think it's a fishing thing. Number Poorly three. Used. I don't go to stuff like that. Number four. I do. I can't wait. Number five. I'm going with my buddies. And last. I don't really have friends who go. Because they've all been shot. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> let's go with, uh, nope, no one bit the line. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, submit answers. <clears throat> wow. Oh, my God, okay. I can't wait. Here we go. So, it's nice, actually. It gives you a percentage. You know, like the who I side with political quiz, where it's like, oh, yeah. you've got this much of this party and this much of another. So, your top one is 64%. But your second one is 62%, so you're close to right. one there. Your third one, you'll be pleased to know, is one of the murderers. So. <laughs> but that's only 48%. So oh, okay. Good. So that's less than you're, 50, so I win. Yeah, you're, you're the remain vote when it comes to yeah. Columbine. So you're Isaiah Shoals. He's an um, American. Can we, I mean... Leave it, leave it there. You haven't heard about him yet. No, go on. You think it's fun to pick on people because you hate yourself. <laughs> you love sports and do well at it. You know sports. That, what? That it. What? what? You have when, tons when, of friends. When, when did I give an answer that was anything <laughs> to do with sport? Well, I think it's more what you didn't say for this quiz. Or with picking on people. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's fun to pick on people because you hate yourself. You love sports and do well at it. You have tons of friends and have an ego the size of Clement Park. We'll assume that's a big place. <laughs> it could be a tiny little street park. It sounds like a, a, a sort of American-born Asian child. Yeah, and the last one here, the last sentence is just a clear bit of editorialising from whatever her name was. Oh, I like that. Made it. Honestly, you should probably lose that ego. It'll wind up with you in a lot of trouble. Like being killed in columbine for example <laughs> so there you go there's one comment on the quiz right well uh, what i'm gonna say is i in no way condone <laughs> this quiz the person who made it or anyone who attempts to associate me with the with prick Isaiah that Schultz. is Isaiah Schultz. no he might have been nice other than that he liked to pick on no people. i'm fucking glad he's he dead. hated himself you're not 
we're not look we're not making light of columbine it was a horrible massacre america sort out your guns we're not gonna be doing sandy hook jokes no certainly not so not in this episode so not in any episode so, <laughs> episode 48 episode, the, sandy, 16. The, the sandy hook riot uh there are two comments one of them says I don't think that you should be making quizzes on a topic like this because it isn't something to joke around with. This is a serious event that happened. Agreed. What if someone... a weird thing. What if someone seriously wants to know who who they would have been? (laughs) The other comment is a a more worrying one, and it's just... It's from someone called Dilankle Board. And what they've done there is kind of elide the word Dylan with the word ankle. uh, Who knows why? I mean, I don't ever want to find out what's going on in this mind. And all they've said is the three-word mantra, all in caps, my child Dylan. Dylan is one of the murderers, isn't he? He is, I'm fairly certain. Dylan, I think. If I'm not wrong, I'm just giving it a fact check. Yeah, there we go. So I did a bit of digging into the whole Columbine world because there was a Vice expose a few years ago about how there's a whole subsection of Tumblr that is... Oh, they love it. Absolutely love them. They're well into... They call themselves Columbiners. Yeah. And, and that that unimaginative name says everything you need to know about these people. Yeah. And this uh, interviewer managed to find a few of them to, to talk to in person. And some of the quotes are concerning, I suppose, would be yeah. the word that you might use. There was a bit where one of the people who was like prominent in the Columbiners community who's called something Gamble. Where's his name? Let's just call him Gamble. Yep. James Gamble. There we go. Uh, He was killed, I think, by police because he was going to go and do his own shooting at a a shopping centre in Canada somewhere. Right. But he, before that, was one of the most prominent Tumblr Columbiners. Yeah. And... uh, Oh, I've just realised a link here as well. So the person who made that quiz has done their research because you may remember one of the more cumbersome responses was, indeed I do. And that's a quote from James Gamble when asked, do you own any combat boots like Dylan? He replied, indeed I do. And posted a photo of himself wearing the boots and holding a long gun. (laughs) A long (laughs) gun is a weird description of that. There's a big crossover as well because apparently Eric and Dylan were big into the old Nazis there. And so they have to, all the Columbiners are quite keen to distance themselves from that aspect. So they're like, there's this amazing quote where she says, it's human nature to want to know more about death. You've got Eric, who is the more homicidal of the pair, and Dylan, who is the more suicidal of the pair, which is a nice, like, buddy movie set up. Yeah. Putting these together sort of represents the way a lot of young people are feeling. And then on the Nazi question in particular, she says, not Everyone in the community advocates murder or post-Nazi imagery. He doesn't represent the whole true crime community, and I don't represent it either. So what we've happened upon, I think, is that people who are calling themselves Columbiners and kind of fan-worshipping murderers consider themselves part of the true crime community. And which confirming, we've already, confirming all our suspicions. Yeah, that it just glorifies murder, and it becomes this weird, like... God, did you see how awful that crime was? Did you see how awful this crime was? And then, like, eventually they're all just going to go and do different murders of their own. So what we're saying is, if you like true crime, you're a fucking Nazi. Basically that. I mean, maybe not in as strong terms, but almost exclusively, (laughs) yes. I think uh, 
Where better to move on to as we approach the hour mark than Hooked? Uh, I mean, there is no greater way to end a discussion of serious issues than with a story that has shaken the nation to its core. And that was just part one. Oh yeah, because we're yeah we're in part two now. You're, of course, part one ended um, with all the kind of finesse and cliffhanger mentality of someone who just suddenly dies of an aneurysm trying to give their last words in the middle of a McDonald's order. It was like the it just uh, stopped. It was like the bit of uh, in the Holy Grail where they're being chased by the monster, but the scene ends because the animator dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there wasn't basically a lot of fanfare. No, is what we're saying. Um, just to recap where we're up to, you know, there's that random baby that turned out to be Tiffany's sister, Jess, oh no, it was Jess the rock lady. I think Jess was the rock lady. Who the fuck cares? Who's been banging her dad. Yeah, and having sisters all over the gaff. The baby's in the basement, and now Tiffany herself has gone down to check. There's all kinds of laundry, there's a bad smell. Let's go from, please be careful. This is Oh my god. It's the baby. She's she's swaddled in blankets, but she's freezing. Oh no, what a contradiction. Why would Dad put his baby on a cold cellar floor? <laughs> and then there are about six different punctuation marks there. If it means that much to you, dot, 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 acquiesces Mum, put her in a safer spot and then go upstairs. Mum's making a real meal out of basic care for a child's <laughs> life. Oh, Jesus, why? If you oh, want to moan about it... Fucking nanny it state <laughs> over here. Can't leave a baby on a cold floor anymore. It's political correctness gone mad. Back in my day. Uh, leave her be until I get there. I'm not leaving my sister on a concrete floor in the dark. Stop calling her that. <laughs> that baby is a mistake. That's an amazing line. What a thing to say. Maybe so, but she's a human being. Oh, don't get preachy, Tiffany. <laughs> I like this line. She could have killed herself down here. <laughs> wow. What a lot of agency. <laughs> you can't blame the baby. Yeah. yeah, it's not an act of suicide <laughs> if a baby dies because you've left it on the floor. It's just like, well, it's abandoned. His choice. <laughs> it's that baby's choice, you know, it's autonomy. Coward. <laughs> and she's clearly terrified. I'm, I'm seriously disgusted with Dad's behaviour. It's not your problem. <laughs> Well, where is Dad? It's a great question. This is his problem. Don't worry about Dad right now. Concentrate on staying safe. Well, I mean, Dad's dead. Mum's Mum's killed him. I think Dad's the baby, and it's a Benjamin Button situation <laughs> that Mum's not letting <laughs> Tiffany into. But that's just me. We'll find well, out. We won't be able to find it until part three, probably. Part 15. <laughs> I, hope it's, I hope we get to the end of part three and it's like still being written. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're the only people to make it that far. She has to like live update it for each episode. I'm bringing her upstairs. Who knows if Dad bothered to feed her. Jessica may hear her... I I garbled that. Let me do it again. Jessica may hear her if you take her upstairs. She already knows the baby is here, Mum. Just like your father. What does does that mean? mean by that? (laughs) What, that her dad knows the baby's there or that Tiffany's being a little idiot like the dad? Uh, I don't think the author knew. No, I, I think you're right. BTW. This is a great tangent. We really need to do something about this basement. It's creepy <laughs> as hell and smells awful. Close the door so the smell doesn't get into the rest of the house. Have they described what it's a smell of? It was just like something had gone off. Yeah. I did. Generic. I've got the baby. Hope she doesn't start crying. Don't start need- crying? I thought the whole plot was 
predicated on the fact that she's been crying. Yeah, the whole but time. she's not crying at the moment. Okay. I, I mean, uh, maybe she is. I've, I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to wait for the film adaptation. I don't need that crazy homewrecker trying to bust down the door again. What's Jessica doing now? Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find her. Ugh. She's in the backyard, sobbing. What a fucking little <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Tiffany's so judgmental, though. She's repeating Dad's name over and over. She's really lost it. She deserves those tears. Right, Vindictive, Mum. Mum. I, Tiffany. Look, I, I'll be honest, if I was married to Mum, I'd be fucking Jessica yeah. as well. Even if she was throwing rocks at you the entire oh, time. definitely. Screaming my do, name over it? and over, sobbing in the backyard. Tiffany, I'm sorry. I'm just... <sighs> I'm still a little hurt over everything. I shouldn't take it out on you and the baby. I understand. This can't be easy for you. This is a really nice moment, isn't it? This is where, like, strings would be swelling. Yeah. Neither of us should have to deal with this. Hopefully Jessica will stay put until the police arrive. Oh. Hopefully not, or there'll be fuck-all story left. <laughs> where, where are the police? I feel like it's been forever. Oh, my God. I've read ahead. I know, but just hang tight. Good luck with this line. Does dad... Huh? Tiffany? What's going on? Tiffany, honey, answer me! OMG, Mum, please help us. Jessica was in the kitchen window. <laughs> Holy... <laughs> There's nothing can help with that situation. If she has become glass. I've, I've hauntingly got another little tap-to-view image asking me uh -oh. to be a super hoot. Does that mean we have to leave it at just no. like that? staring at us then she just opened her mouth and started <gasps> screaming I, I ran to the attic to hide this is a four story home I ran to the oh, attic no. to hide I'm scared mum the look in her eyes there's something wrong with her I know honey your father and I have been trying to deal with it ourselves I'm so sorry this is now affecting you the baby is screaming I don't know what to do. Keep an eye on Jessica. Don't lose sight of her. I, I'm looking out of the attic window, but I, I can't find her. She's not in the front or backyard. Bloody hell, it's just affluenza around Jessica's house. <laughs> I hope she left. Mum's become really weird in the last three lines, so she said, don't lose sight of her. Her next line is, don't let your guard down. Jessica is a sneaky one. <laughs> She's become like some kind of weird, uh, like the dying words of the prophet character in a film. Yeah. Like in the end of the first act when the heroes met them and they've dispensed a load of like vaguely useful platitudes, but then suddenly like an assassin strikes. Don't let your guard down. It's Jessica is a sneaky one. What, what was that, Yoda? She's a, a mm, sne sneaky. That was my impression. That's good. Thanks. As they go. She can't be in the house. I, I would have heard something. Maybe she's off crying somewhere again. <laughs> All right. We're going to leave it, leave it at this uh, cliffhanger, I think, where yep. mum says, I'm passing Luke's grocery. I'll be there in a few minutes. Dun, dun, dun. This has been episode 15. Uh, we should do some Plus. minor plugging, because we haven't done that for yeah, um, true that. what is forever. Shame.city, that's the website. Okay, go there. If you're on an iPhone, or an iPad, or even maybe a Mac, but I don't know because I haven't tested that one, give yourself a taste of shame.city slash review, and, yeah. you know, leave us a, a review. What do you think? As long as it's positive, that is. If it's negative, email us your feedback, ts at shame.city, 
and we'll kick it straight into the trash. And we will we sign we'll, we'll you respond. up <laughs> to so much <laughs> to see which Columbine victim you are. Um, have we met, did you mention the contest? We still no. have a contest going. So uh, if you go to shame.city/contest, yeah, then, good uh, chance you'll win something. Yeah, there. there's loads. Of, I'm not going to say why. There's loads of really easy. <laughs> there's loads <laughs> of really easy ways to enter. Yeah. Um, so easy, it's a surprise that more people haven't entered, although loads <laughs> have. Yeah, oh, it's almost too many, actually. I've been inundated. We're going to, this feature that we mentioned five episodes ago, it's coming along. We've got yes. something like 20 people on board. We're going to start getting. Is that true? Or is that your show today. inflated number? It's slightly inflated, but not by much. I think oh, it's like 18. Good. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Yeah. I was just rounding it up. I do that for our audience. I don't want to give them all the nitty gritty. No, 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 of course not. I have too much respect for them. No, but I also don't want you to just blanket lie to them like we did about the contest. We've got 200 sign-ups. It's mad. (laughs) It's going to be... We've got three years' worth of of guests coming on. It's going to be big. Uh, Otherwise, yeah, follow us on Twitter at That's A Shame Cast. You can follow Declan at... At Cynical Declan. And you can follow me at Isaac BD. Uh, Email us. Yeah. TAS. T-A-S at shame.city and check out shame.city we'll have like a bit of artwork for this we'll put up that Albanian terror that is poor unfortunate souls (laughs) and um, yeah that's it in the meantime thanks for joining us sorry we were late and we'll uh, see you probably about 11 o'clock in the evening on Sunday (laughs) (laughs) keep it real guys keep your eyes to the sky Jessica is a sneaky one see you next time bye bye Simple bare necessities Forget about your worries and your strife I mean the bare necessities Oh, Mother Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life For me, the bare necessities of life will come to you.
necessities of life will come to you. Come to you.